Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. mission where we were able to reach many thousands of people with the good news of Jesus Christ. We held many public and private meetings in more than five cities throughout North America, here in the United States and Canada. We saw dozens healed and delivered from demonic spirits and witnessed incredible signs and wonders of the Holy Spirit. To chronicle these miracles would literally force me to write a little small book. And as I recount all the wonderful things God did, I just sit stunned in awe of God. For he brought many souls to freedom. And we got to witness amazing miraculous works. We traveled, a pastor, good pastor friend of mine, and I traveled up into New York City to hold meetings, then from, from New York City on to Buffalo. Then from Buffalo, New York, we journeyed to the French-speaking city of Montreal, Quebec, where we held more private and public meetings, and people traveled in from all over Canada. In fact, one couple drove more than six hours to be present. And I could tell, easily tell, that people were desperate for help. People were there to learn and to be equipped. And in our small meeting, public meeting, there was a dear Haitian woman by the name of Stephanie who attended this meeting in Quebec at the request of a friend. And while in the midst of teaching from the scriptures, demons manifested powerfully through her with eyes rolling back in her head and her body undergoing terrible convulsions, we began to confront the spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. They were very violent. They were quite violent and angry, for, for they had been exposed to the light of Jesus. And during this exorcism, we dealt with the powers of the Illuminati. And, and my friends, I'm very familiar with the powers of the Illuminati, for I escaped as a young man, as a young teenager, the powers of the Illuminati. For on my father's side, many, many generations, hundreds of years of bondage to secret societies, groups that paid homage to the enlightened ones. 
the powers of the Illuminati are quite real. They're quite active, especially during this Halloween season, even more so. That's why you may be finding this fall season very challenging for yourself. Because Satan and the powers of the Antichrist have unleashed their powers during this time of the year because it just makes sense. Because there's many days in the fall season that the Jews and the Christians consider special and sacred. In a symbolic sense and in a very real spiritual sense. So Satan wants to counter these holy days by creating unholy days during the fall season. Like the marriage to the beast of Satan. The midnight host. The fall equinox. The feast of Samhain. Halloween. Winter solstice. Ramadan. Various Hindu unholy days. And many other witchcraft occultic Unholy days are celebrated throughout the fall season, and unlike the Holy Trinity, the devil and the powers of the Antichrist are very limited. Don't don't be mis- misled on this. They are limited. They're not omnipresent. The powers of the Antichrist, the power of the devil, is not omni omnipresent. They're very limited. The devil and the enemies of the cross are very limited in their special and their personal attributes. So he has to target certain seasons, certain days, to unleash his powers and his activity. And of course, because he hates God, because the Antichrist hates God, because the powers of the Illuminati hate the Lord Jesus Christ, they're going to pick days that Christians and Jews celebrate that they consider special. That is why believers can sense a heightened spiritual activity right now during this fall season. I mean, during the fall season, we celebrate the various holy days, Jewish and other and Christian holy days. Well, Satan wants to counter these days. So he's created Ramadan. He created the the marriage to the beast of Satan. He created Halloween to counter the works of God. That's why you're feeling the effects, the evil spiritual effects in the here and now at this time during this season. These powers are very real, and they're very real during this time of the year. And as we discovered when we were in Montreal, these spirits were very, very angry and very strong. Spirits tend to be very strong this time of the year. The spiritual activities just only heighten. And tonight I want to talk a little bit about this subject. The powers of the Illuminati, how they become even in some ways stronger during this time of the year because of Halloween. And I'd like to talk about the implications of this reality on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett.
and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real-life Jesus freak. It's 2nd century Rome. Justin Martyr is a respected pagan philosopher. But seeing Christians willingly die for their faith consumes him with curiosity. So he reads the scriptures and converts. He even opens a school of Christian philosophy in Rome. As his last act, Justin offers his martyrdom as a witness for Christ, saying, For though we are beheaded and crucified, we do not forsake the confession of our faith. But the more things of this kind which happen to us, the more are there others who become believers through the name of Jesus. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from The Voice of the Martyrs. The Voice of the Martyrs is still sorting out an unsettling turn of events in Indonesia involving a 58-year-old Christian man who was convicted of blaspheming Islam. When Antonius Bawangan received the maximum five years in prison for distributing literature that allegedly spread hatred of Islam, the sentence was protested by more than a thousand people. But the protesters were not demanding a more lenient sentence. They wanted Antonius to be killed. To punctuate their demands, the mob attacked police with stones and set two churches on fire. For specific ways to support and pray for Christians in Indonesia, go online to persecution.com. Montreal, this uh, Montreal, Canada, that is. And I just started teaching when suddenly a woman, a Haitian woman, to the right of me, began to manifest evil spirits. And they were very violent evil spirits. Now, to set the background, allow me to share some of her some of her background. Numerous family members involved in Freemasonry. Father was a 33rd degree Mason. She was dedicated at birth to Satan, suffered from stigmata phenomena. I mean, I saw with my very own eyes the stigmata, along with numerous other physical afflictions such as bone deform, uh, uh, having uh, physical deformities, sickle cell anemia, heart problems, and, and so much more. She, this precious woman was a survivor of a horrific abuse within the Masonic Lodge. At three years of age, she endured a satanic ceremony in the Lodge where the Masons inserted mind-controlling 
programming that would include the forming of three distinct dissociative identities that were named 666, the mark of the beast. There was ancestral voodoo participation that included human and animal sacrifices. I mean, this this woman had it all in her background from a satanic viewpoint. Father, 33rd degree Mason, dedicated at birth to Satan. Numerous physical problems. Horrific sexual physical abuse within the Masonic Lodge. As a little girl, three years of age, endured a satanic ceremony in the Lodge where the Masons inserted mind-controlling programming. Within three distinct dissociative identities, and then and they were named six six six. And there was generational voodoo participation. Obviously, Haitian woman, her ancestors practiced voodoo. Human, animal, all kinds of blood sacrifices. This woman was in deep darkness. Deep darkness. The powers of the Illuminati, the powers of the Antichrist were quite active in her life. The Masonic Lodge. Her father was a 33rd degree Mason. Freemasonry is in the realm of the Illuminati. There are many groups within the Illuminati. Freemasonry is just but one. But the fact is, this woman came from a background of the Illuminati. And I wish we had the time to, to to look at the historical roots of the Illuminati. And hopefully in a future broadcast, and a future presentation, I can dig a little bit deeper into the Illuminati, who they are, what do they stand for, what are their plans, what are their, what's their mission. Suffice to say... The Illuminati is a satanic organization involving the most powerful people in the world. When you get involved at the very high levels of the Illuminati, money is not really an issue. You have all the money. You're worth multiple millions, in many cases multiple billions. At that point, you're more interested in power, in domination, influence, Dominating the world, dominating various regions of the world, dominating communities, villages, cities, towns for their cause. Their cause to further the agenda of the Antichrist. The Masonic Lodge is but one organization. And because this dear woman's father was involved in Freemasonry, she was dedicated at birth to Satan. And within the lodge, she endured horrible, horrific abuse. In fact, she had to endure, as a little girl, a satanic ceremony. In the lodge, where the Masons inserted mind-controlling programming. It seems that the powers of the Illuminati were quite strong. And Stephanie had visited a number of churches and ministries with the hopes of obtaining some kind of help but to no avail. It's just the fact that the church is simply ill-equipped to handling the demonized, the mind-programmed, and the dissociative. 
However, Jesus is able. And during the exorcism, we encounter more than 12,000 evil spirits, including legion, mind control, Satan spirits, Mendoza, voodoo spirits, inner transmutation spirits, Jezebel, and many others. At one point, we encountered a spirit by the name of St. Joseph, a mind-controlling spirit. There were more than 20 of them. They had brought the following, no right to curses in her life. The curses were, were this, that she had no right to freedom, no right to succeed, no right to let go of ghosts, no right to breathe, no right to recovery, no right to heal, no right to provide, no right to love. No right to forgive, no right to surrender, no right to happiness, no right to peace of mind, no right to financial blessings, no right to cons consistency, no right to persistence. Could you imagine living a life where you were hindered, where you didn't have the right to freedom because you were so bound up to succeed? To let go of the ghosts that bother you, that hinder you, that torment you. To even breathe, to recover, to heal, to provide, to love, to forgive, to surrender, to happiness, to peace of mind, to financial blessings, to persistence, to consistency. These are what the demons were doing. They were hindering her in these areas. They made her believe that she had no right to these things. They also mentioned these spirits, that they were there to confuse, to sabotage her liver, her intestines, her blood vessels, lungs, heart, bones, gallbladder, and so much more. And during this exorcism here in, there in Quebec, we encountered a legion demon that spoke to me angrily. We have been here a long time, he revealed, on her mother. And father's side. It was discovered that these legion spirits had been on her mother's side for more than 300 years. And her father's side nearly 500 years. The sins of superstition, voodoo ceremonies, white and black magic rituals, a mermaid ceremony, and numerous baby sacrifices opened the door for the ancestor to become demonized. And for these demons to travel through the bloodline. And this is my concern about Halloween. People are doing evil things in Halloween. They're even doing things that you may say, ah, it's not too bad. Invoking the images of witches and ghosts and goblins. A season when horror movies tend to be very popular. Where the, even the very spiritual air, there seems to be a spirit of fear, a spirit of terror, saturating the very spiritual air that we breathe. Because people, especially in, in the Western nations of the world, like to honor, like to celebrate Halloween with all the images of darkness, all the images of witchcraft. By doing so, you're bringing spiritual darkness. You're, spring, you're, you're honoring the demons that are behind these elements. And if you honor them, they will only be empowered. That is why many believers 
That is why many people are feeling a sense of heightened spiritual activity around this time of the year. It's because as a society, as a culture, we're honoring the things of darkness. And because we, we honor these things, spirits are emboldened. That is why spirits are active. They feel emboldened. They feel honored. Oh, they're gleeful. They believe this is a wonderful time of the year to cause havoc, destruction, death, and oppression. And the sins, just like with this woman in Montreal, because of her ancestors' sins of superstition, voodoo ceremonies, white and black magic rituals, participating in various other kind of ceremonies, it opens the door to demons. You celebrate Halloween, you're going to open the door to your family, to your life, to evil spirits. And with this young woman... It took three, on her mother's side, 300 years of bondage. Father's side, nearly 500 years of bondage. And it wasn't broken. We're speaking of hundreds of years, hundreds of years of satanic bondage because they opened the doors. If you open the door to the powers of Halloween, you're going to find yourself in deep demonization, deep problems, deep darkness. This is my concern. That's why we're doing these radio broadcasts, these presentations, because of my deep concern of what's happening in our society, in our culture, in our day and age. Now, we discovered with this woman something very unusual, that the Legion spirit was holding on to a French-speaking ancestral dissociative identity named Celeste, who was born in France in 1912 and 1948. Celeste, Celeste's body died as a result of being poisoned by an older sister. Undergoing the poisoning caused Celeste's heart to break, thereby allowing an evil spirit to capture a part of her heart and thus traveling down through the ancestral bloodline all these generations right into Stephanie. We spoke to Celeste. However, she only spoke French, so a few of the French-speaking ladies in the meeting interpreted for me. Celeste obviously was sent to Jesus. There are other ancestral dissociative identities and even human interjects within this dear lady. And there was many parts of her heart that surfaced. And they were supernaturally healed by the power of Jesus Christ. And during the exorcism... It was revealed that there were many Illuminati spirits, numbering more than 500 that were within her body, within her soul, that were present, waiting to be activated by the powers of the Antichrist at some determined time and date. 500 Illuminati spirits within inside this woman. doesn't surprise me. Her father was involved in Freemasonry. Ancestral worship of demons, blood sacrifices, humans and animals, all kinds of weird, strange, pagan ceremonies. doesn't surprise me the Illuminati spirits were present. 
they were waiting to be activated. They told me they told me so. They were waiting to be activated by the powers of the Antichrist at some determined time and date. I don't know when this time and date will be. But the powers of the Antichrist were very real within this woman. Do you recall what the writers of Scripture tell us? Evil conspires against the righteous. There is a global conspiracy of evil groups under the umbrella of the Illuminati. These elites like to refer to themselves as the enlightened ones. Like I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, their purpose? World domination in every sector of life. This is the aim of Satan, to dominate, to control souls in every sphere of life. We are in a war, my friends, with powerful, satanic, global forces. How can I convey this to you? How can I convey this to you, my friends, that we're involved in a spiritual war with powerful global forces? Be of good cheer, though, my friends listening to this broadcast this evening. Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, the enemies will do what they do. However, this doesn't change the fact they've been utterly defeated. The powers of the Illuminati have been defeated. And they've been defeated at the cross of Jesus Christ. When Jesus was crucified, when he was buried, when he rose again on the third, third day, he ascended to the Father's right hand. He, there is a second coming. And Jesus will reign forevermore. We have defeated Satan by the blood of the Lamb. The scripture tells us so very clearly. And you can walk in that victory. You can walk in freedom in the name of Jesus Christ. If you just open your life to the love of God. God loves you, my friend. You can just simply say, Lord Jesus, cleanse me, forgive me, heal me, free me. The scripture says so clearly, if we confess with our mouth, Jesus is the Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And you can be saved even now. To say, Jesus is Lord. Cleanse me from my sins. I repent. I obey you, Lord Jesus, for the rest of my life. And you'll defeat the powers of the Illuminati. You know, for hours that, that night, I dismantled trigger words, destroyed the Illuminati mind programming, and drove out voodoo, mind-controlling human interjects. We encountered and ministered to many dissociative identities, ranging from 2 to 36 years of age. They were healed and experienced the love of Jesus Christ. Stephanie even testified of seeing the risen Savior. In the end, the evil spirits battled, yes. They battled furiously. But Jesus and his angelic army fought back and defeated the powers. Not only the powers of Illuminati, but all the powers of evil. All these more than 12,000 demonic spirits were driven out and sent to the pit. Sent to the pit. Perhaps you're listening to this broadcast. You need help. You you have been involved in the powers of the Illuminati. You need deliverance. I want to help you. Simply email me at j at jbartlett.org. J-A-Y at 
jbartlett.org. We're here to serve you, to love you, and to bless you. And I do bless you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Yeah. 